Shin Shin, how we doing? What's today? Tuesday? Today's Tuesday, I think. You got your boom coming in hot shit shirt on. Oh yeah, I do. That's right. There we go. Now we're talking. I wore I wore I wore it to well, I worked at bed last night. I probably shouldn't have. Yeah, you know, I have showered and worked out, but I guess I just kept it going. It's, true, it's all good. I put. A, do you do that? What, you know, if, before I, I like to shower sometimes before I go to bed, and I just put a new shirt on, mm-hmm. and then I get, and then it, then the next day I'm like, why won't I just keep going with this? It's not dirty. I just slept yeah. in it. Do you do uh, that? No, but I would. I have a problem <laughs> with you doing. <laughs> I have. I have trouble. Like when I'm sleep. When I'm in asleep I, I like take all my clothes off when i'm sleeping like not all my clothes but like i always wake up with no shirt on and i never i don't even remember taking it off and <laughs> I, I don't like stuff on my neck that's why you don't I, dude i like i gotta sleep with a shirt on i don't know yeah. dude you know what i did though the other day what's that i finally like purged the closet dude i have so many t-shirts it's not even funny <laughs> yeah i literally gave away i i sent it to goodwill down the road but i i gave i must have given away uh two garbage bags of t-shirts i gotta do that too because yeah, there's you probably having more than years right like okay, well don't you go through t-shirts you go ah so-and-so gave that to me a few years ago i like that one i'm gonna you know so what i did was yeah. sarah put a bag said sentimental t-shirts so, so i put like <laughs> 20 sentimental t-shirts some pearl jam shirts some wrestling shirts and i put those up in the closet make a in case one day i want to get back to them what you can make a quilt out of them or something like that that's what I need to do. That's what I need. To, I did that. Uh, Tim Gephardt, who's our one of my good friends, but also you know he's the director of the Miracle, Miracle League. League. He, he made me a blanket with all the Miracle League shirts on it. All, all the over the years, pretty cool. That's what I'm talking about. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, hey, yeah. you know, today is a good day to be an Italian American. I'll tell you that right now, dude. Yeah, yeah. Tommy DeVito. First of all, <laughs> his nickname is unbelievable. Barkley <laughs> calls him Tommy Cutlets, bro. Tommy Cutlets. Tommy Cutlets is the greatest name. Dude, he's, he's got the Giants winning three in a row. Okay. Dude. First of all, he lives with his mom in North New Jersey. Okay. Just he's running North Jersey right now. He's like more popular than Tony Soprano in New Jersey right now. Where in Jersey? Do you know where he lives? Uh, I'm not sure exactly. Dude, I'm sure but, his house is like there's people driving by. And, you know, it starts to happen. Yeah, plus, like, he, like, guest bartended somewhere the other day. I, good for him, man. The Giants are only one game out of the playoffs now. They only have, like, four wins in their one game oh in the playoffs. So the Eagles losing to Dallas. They went from a one seed to the fifth seed in the NFC right now. There's, like, 20 teams. The, the entire NFC can make the playoffs. It's, like, in some Dude, It's really great. incredible. Crazy. That's incredible. I, I thought I really hadn't paid attention to the Giants much. Obviously, yeah. the NFL a, a ton, but I thought they were. It was over when Daniel Jones went down. I'm like, oh, it looks like the Giants' year is over. They were talking about trading Barkley, like their best player. What? And now yes. Tommy Cutlets is here. <laughs> Tommy Cutlets is slinging it all <laughs> over the field. And the other thing is when he does, he does the, the, the does it, dude. You know what it reminds me of? You know that? when they do the when they do the roll call at Yankee Stadium? Yes. They're going through everybody. When they get to Rizzo, Rizzo goes like this. Uh, yes, it's the same. And I'm like, hey, Riz, what are you doing? He's like, it's Italian. Italian. Like, hey, ma- is that like manja? <laughs> Who was your favorite? Uh, I mean, I'm sure you liked them all. But what was your favorite uh, roll call that of your, of your guys on a team? Nah, I thought Rizzo's roll call was the best. The, the roll calls, are, that, dude, that's so cool. Especially when they got Volpe going because he's such a 
big giant, you know, big, a big, um, Yankees fan growing yeah. up, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, you could tell he's like, this is cool. Cause you know, Volpe was probably giving roll calls to people back in the day too. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, totally. That's crazy. All the guys right? when Jeter, Volpe's, you know, yelling, Derek Jeter. The best one back in what I used to like is, uh, Brett Gardner used to go, he used to flex. Did like he? A, yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, who else? Who, who else? Did anyone else do some good ones? I'm trying to think, like Swisher. Swisher like became like an honorary bleacher creature because he was playing right for them for so many years. So he was pretty good at it. I don't remember any of the other like dude. Swish, the, stay with Swish right here. Swish, Swish is like a, um, a special assistant to Cash, right? Okay, yeah. And uh, dude, he would he would come in, you know, a few times during during the year, and uh, bro. You want to talk about Mr. Energy? That guy brings the thunder. I know. He makes he comes you boring. In, it's real, though. You know, like, oh, man, Swish is here. You know, is this not real? No, it's genuine. Like, Nick Swish is genuine as they come. Like, that's why when you go back to that 2009 team and you, yeah. they brought in CeCe, they brought in AJ Burnett. Dude, Swish had to be a big part of just, just what that, what the energy he brings every yeah. day. That's yeah. amazing. First of all, he had some of his best years ever with the Yankees. He had yeah, yeah. Pops, dude. That yeah. team's fun, man. They yeah, that was. Players on that team. Yeah, this team's fun. fun. This Yankee team's going to be really fun. You know, Juan Soto now. Hey, we've got to talk about this. Shohei Otani is apparently deferring a gazillion dollars. <laughs> so, like, he's, what is it, two million? He's, gonna, he's only going to, like, take. Two million a year. Two million a year. And I guess under the collective bargaining agreement, they basically said it's fine. Yeah. You have to think he's making a, hundreds of million with new balance. Has to be. You know I, I, mean? I mean, how much money do you need? Uh, dude, Chinch, I was thinking about it. If, if this is true, hmm. it looks like he's taking $2 million, $68 million deferred. 2034, he's going to start taking 68 mil. Hmm. Dude, I think it's super smart. As a player, it? I look back now, Griffey's still getting paid by the Reds. Bonilla's yeah. still getting paid by the Mets. Bonilla. Scherzer's going to get paid for years from, from uh, the Nationals. I mean, just saying, like, I wish, looking back, I would have deferred some money. Really? You know, you and me are grinding here in the mayor's office trying to make 10 cents. I wish I had a check coming in from the Reds still. I would have deferred some of the money I signed. We're rubbing nickels together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Although maybe that's not good because I did get divorced a few years ago. I'd be, I'd be paying half of it out. <laughs> I remember there was one of our friends. I won't, who shall be rename nameless. nameless. But he had an ex. He had one more year on his deal, but he was going to divorce, so he just said he just retired, so he didn't have to pay the other half of the last year of his oh, deal to his ex-wife. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my God, it's so good. But that's funny, dude. But, I, I had a, I had a, a buddy of mine, uh, my buddy Ryan Johns, who listens to our show. He's like, "Hey man, I just I worked out with him this morning." He's like, "Hey, I just heard the uh, episode when you were talking about your billionaire friend." And saying that, uh, saying the only difference was uh, the guy's got a 747 yeah. with a couple pilots and a hangar and a mecha and mechanics on call. He's spending like ten million dollars here. He goes, "Could you ask him what what it what, what about hundred airs?" <laughs> he goes, "Billionaires, <laughs> billionaire." And he goes, "I'm a hundred air." He goes, "What?" I go, "Wow, the biggest difference." With and it, dude, what, funniest thing about uh, my buddy's car, yeah. he's got this Ford Explorer that, that I think that he bought from Ford, bro. Yeah. Change. It's it, we're driving. I'm like, are we safe? Because it actually sounds like it actually sounds like the transmission is going to fall out the bottom of this car. I was like, are you sure this is a new car, Johns? He's like, 
Yeah, it's like, dude, it has nine hundred dollars. He said, "I have no, I'm only only owed nine hundred more dollars on it." I go, bro, they're they're a crack addict downtown is not buying your car from from you. If even if you said free, you could have it free. It feels like you know it things are gonna just fall apart. Oh my god! When when I had a my first car was a it was like a. 1984 Jeep Cherokee Pioneer. You remember yeah. the square ones? Those are so cool back yeah. then. But it was so old that towards the last the last year I had it, there was a hole in my transmission, and I would have to re every time every two days I would have to go to the gas station and I, they would have to fill my car with transmission fluid, otherwise it would just stop in the middle of the road. <laughs> like, are you serious? I had to go to the gas station every day and i had to ask for transmission fluid which you know they don't have that like that's not like sitting around at the gas station like your oil truck. Oh for a year for a year because then what would happen is my steering wheel like and it had like some form of like the original power steering yeah. but that didn't work anymore either so like you could literally spin my wheel and it could, it would go in circles <laughs> and not move the tires that was the most dangerous death trap i ever had it was fun dude dude i remember when i was in the cape cod league you know it's like you said it's stuff like that where like you the the fluid you don't know how much you have what you know you just know you need to get more yes well dude i was in the i was in the cape cod league in in, uh, 94 i obviously didn't have a car Mm -hmm. so i'm there and a friend of mine was like hey i have a a family up here Uh, my friend who was a priest father paul was like hey i got a family up there uh the o'neills thank you thanks to the o'neills um, that have a, just a beater car that you could have that's just oh, sitting yeah. at their house up there. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Incredible. So one day, dude, I'm on like whatever the highway is up there. I'm, I don't even know where, where I was going, maybe coming from a, my buddy Pete Saletti's house. Uh, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm on the highway, change. Look at the gas gauge. I got three quarters of a tank. I'm like, I'm in business. Oh, Next thing you know, the thing just shuts down. I'm like, oh, my God, this isn't good pull over to the side of the road. Matter of fact, my coach at the time, Bill Moziello, was driving by and he waved at me. <laughs> I, I had to get off. I was walking on the highway because I realized I got no gas or the car shut down. I thought I had gas, but the car shut down. So I'm like, this thing. Oh so I'm, I'm walking up the exit ramp, dude. I oh. see Moziello and this guy, uh, Mike Kirby, our other assistant coach. <laughs> hey, what's up, Mayor? I'm like, how about a ride? I don't, I don't need you waving to me right now. So, dude. I, it turns out the gas cage was broke. Oh my god! So you so, had, so I had no idea. So oh I, I still thought I still I still didn't know I ran out of gas because the gas cage said three quarters of a tank. <laughs> I thought like a spark plug blew or, or I don't know what I thought. Oh freaking the, the the car just shut down because it was old. <laughs> so it turns out, man, I, I same kind of thing. I was like I had to guess all the time how much gas I had. Ugh. Oh, that reminds me. That's so. How stressful was it in Ferris Bueller's day off when you know, they were trying to get the thing to go backwards to, to show his dad, but they didn't try the car. Yeah. I don't know what made me think. What was it? What is it? Cameron's asshole is so tight. If you <laughs> shoved a lump of coal up there in two weeks, you'd have a diamond. <laughs> that movie, the lines in that movie are unbelievable. So many good, so many good lines. They're playing that. And there's there's this place called the Paramount. Mm-hmm. That's really cool venue. They're starting this thing where they're playing movies and actually th- i think this week they're playing ferris bueller's day off and 
Cameron is going to be there and he does a Q&A after. Oh, that's dude, cool. that's so cool. They're doing that with uh, they were doing that with a couple other movies. I thought it was a pretty creative way to to do something. That's so cool, dude. I uh, love that. I love yeah. that. Maybe I'll go to that. God, get the Breakfast Club, get like Judd Nelson to come oh, back. Oh yeah. Judd Nelson. My yeah, brother yeah. thought he was that. My brother wanted to be hey, the Judd hey, Nelson hey, character. Hey. <laughs> Ooh, two weeks, Bender. Two weeks, Bender. Two. Mess with the bull, you get the horns. The horn. <laughs> so many great dude, so many great lines of Breakfast Club, too. Oh my God. Emilio Why does he get Robert. to get up? If he gets up, we'll all get up. It'll be anarchy. <laughs> What is it? Uh, why don't you bring it on the boat? <laughs> when he's opening when he's opening up. What's what's his name? Sam? Like he's like, oh look, he's got a PB and J with the crust cut off. <laughs> Besides the many girls in the Niagara Falls area. <laughs> but when he's showing him the burn, he goes, "This is what happens when you drop pink in a garage yeah, at the at the Bender House." <laughs> so good, dude. If anybody who hasn't seen that movie, you got to go see that movie. John oh, Hughes, that guy's made every, he made every movie in the 80s. Every movie. It's a classic. Sweet 16. So Patrick Dempsey, Dempsey doing Can't Buy Me Love, uh, Lover Boy. Yeah, man. That guy's had some career, man. Then he goes on <laughs> ER. This is where we're at in the- no, uh, not ER, Grey's not ER, dude. He's on Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy, whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 different show. He was McDreamy. Yeah, I know. And, and that show's still going. So I'm like- That show is still going. 70. Season 70, Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I started watching that when I first got married. I'm divorced now. You know what I mean? Like years of five, five years now, it's still going. Do you still watch it? I watched it for a very long time. Yeah. And then it just got so dark, man. It got dark. I couldn't take it. I don't watch it. Do you watch, does Jess watch, like, do you guys ever watch the Desperate Housewives? Not Desperate Housewives, but Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, Real Housewives Yeah, Atlanta. Real Housewives. Real Housewives. No, I never, I watched, you know, I watched the very first season because one of the wives was married to a baseball player. I forgot who the baseball player oh. was. Oh, Jim Edmonds? No, that's that's a recent one. Wow, that, yeah. that relationship is something. Chris Benson? <laughs> no, no, this is way back. That, that show that show's been on for 15 years too, probably, like the real housewives. That, dude, cool. and you those shows, the the real housewife people. Remember, Jess used to work for Anderson, who's best friends with the, oh, yeah. with Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen's following is as big as any celebrity in the country, strictly because the housewife fans yeah. are yeah. fanatical, like yeah. all over the place. But dude, like, Sarah's one of them. Is she? It's like her guilty pleasure, dude. What's she'll her like, favorite? She'll be working in a jersey. Jersey? Housewives jersey, I'll go down and I'm like, she's locked into the, I'm like, this is great, this is insanity. Dude, they have one for like every state. There's Atlanta. <laughs> it's incredible. It's unbelievable, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, Dude, how about this segue? Speaking of the housewives of uh, New Jersey, mm -hmm. where do you think Yamamoto's going to land? Oh my God, that's a great. That, that's it's a it's a it's a talking point because we got. I mean, we we obviously we got to throw some baseball in here, but <laughs> you know Yama, Yamamoto, Yamamoto. You know, the we Dodgers talked like, we talked to Morosi yesterday, dude. If the Dodgers land Yamamoto, they want Hater too, so they were going to get Otani Hater. And Yamamoto. How's and I going? almost feel like, dude, if you're Yamamoto and Shohei's there making $2 million, take, only taking $2 million a year, why would Yamamoto not go to L.A.? It's a good question. I'm just saying, but, like, are dude. They, I got to think so this, friends, right? They played on the same. I'm sure they are. And, 
But maybe he, but also, you know, ego wise, who knows? Maybe he wants to be on your own. And it sounds like the Giants are willing to pony up some money too. We'll also be interested to see if the Blue Jays, after missing out on Otani, do they now go all in for Yamamoto? Mets, Mets, Yankees. These are teams. You got the Mets, Yankees, Dodgers. Imagine the Giants, all the big market teams are, are, yeah have the money to pay this guy i i wonder what he's gonna do what would you like where do you want to see him dude listen i i would think this if i'm a guy like yamamoto or if i'm you know i don't know all the teams over there but i know the tokyo giants are big say that if i'm one of the best players if i'm the best player in the states and i'm going over to japan because i want to elevate my game i'm not going to play for like just you know a team that you know that's not we don't know top of the line so if i'm yamamoto i'm coming over and that's why i'm I'm either playing for the yankees mets giants dodgers Dodgers. you know red Sox. right you know what i mean cubs 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 yeah you make it you know i'm I'm, i want to go i want to go bit i want to go to a place that i know they're going to win and i know the fan following is huge yeah you know yeah, I'm not oh, coming you know, to a place like I'm not not saying St. Louis. St. Louis obviously is huge. They got a big following, but you know they're not the star status for that. You yeah. know what I mean? You know what I saw the other day? I was actually looking because somebody on Twitter was saying like, "Why would a Votani bother going to Toronto?" I pulled up the attendance records from last year. Yeah, Toronto. Now, granted, like ballpark, how many people fit in a ballpark must have something to do with it, but. The Blue Jays outdrew the Mets, the Red Sox, and the Cubs last year. So, like, they are a major market team, as far as I'm concerned. Now, like, dude, I think- they are. They have the money. They have the fans, mm-hmm. and I really believe that's true. Like, Toronto is is a is the the country of Canada's team. Yeah, even if you're out in Calgary, all the way Vancouver, all the way out there, mm-hmm. dude. They love the, the the Toronto Blue Jays. So and the, yeah. those fans are incredible, dude. They're like hockey fans in a baseball. Yeah. The passion, uh, the intensity. It's a great place, man. It's a great yeah. place to play as a visiting player. But it would be a great place to play. Uh, you know, like I said, and what Mark Shapiro, Ross Atkins, those guys have done with with the, the new clubhouses, the renovations of the stadium. The stadium yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. But they're they're putting in another three hundred million dollars. Like they have the top of the line weight room, top of the line facility in Dunedin. I mean, if you're a player and you're and you're all about baseball, that's a place to be, man. I'm with Play, you. T- t- and the city of Toronto is incredible. It's clean, yeah. it's nice, it's beautiful, dude. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, what about Montreal? Would you put a team back in Montreal? Did you ever Montreal was Montreal? incredible too, dude. Montreal was great. Yes. <laughs> Although the one time in Montreal when it was towards the end, uh they had bring your own dog day. I think I told you the story. I met Jay Moore, Jay Moore, the comedian. Oh yeah. 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 He came in the clubhouse with his buddy mm-hmm. and he's like, dude, he wanted to meet me. What? He's like, dude, you're my buddy's best your favorite player. I'm like, Oh dude, what's up, man? Nice to meet you. And Jay yeah. Moore's like, Oh, nicest guy. Jay Moore. Dude, I come up first to bat. All you could hear was, you know, like now nah, up to bat number 21, Sean Case. All you could hear was dogs. Dude, there's all the dogs in the stadium. Dogs everywhere. There was bring your dog day, but but there was more dogs than people, and dogs were barking everywhere. You know, Macy would be going nuts at that place trying to get to every dog. But dude, I come up that that at bat, I double in the gap, I get on second base, and Jay Moore and his buddy, I think, with their dog, they're they're cheering for me, and I remember like 
because nobody was in the crowd. I'm like, there's Jay Moore and his buddy cheering for me in Montreal. That's crazy. Dude, do, you know, do you know who Jay Moore is engaged to? Who? Jeannie Buss, the owner of the Lakers. What? Yes, dude. They're getting married, I think, in the next like couple of weeks or Are something. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you know how I know this. It's so funny. That Pete, Jay. Pete and Sebastian have their show, and they had uh, Jay Moore in the studio, and Pete was just begging to get invited to the wedding. And and Jay Moore was trying to explain. He goes, "It's tough, man." He goes, "What what what generation do you stop at?" Like, <laughs> dude, so like they're, they're doing the wedding planning list. So and dude. Jeannie Buss is like uh, her family has been like been the Lakers for forty years. So it's like, do you stop at Magic Johnson's Lakers? Do you got to go back past that? Do you stop at whatever? Dude, that's why I just had twenty people at my wedding, dude. I was oh, like, if so family. Smart. That's it. If your family on the porch, we're going at the house. I'm bringing in some caterers oh, and yeah. a band, and that's it. We're rolling, oh. dude. I got one other. I got one other quick news for you. Go that's ahead. like that's like us weekly type stuff. Oh, cool. My man Ben Rorvid. It says is dating Dua Lipa. What? You know who Dua Lipa is the yeah, like, big pop star. British? Yeah, Ben Rorvid from the Yankees. Stop it. Yeah, dude, look it up. My, that, dude, I know because of my daughters and my son. Like, Dad, you uh, know uh, Ben Rorvitz dating Dua Lipa? I'm like, good for Rorvitz. I always say her name wrong, and Jesse yells at me. I always call her, like, Dia Lupa. Or Dua, yeah, like, Dua Lipa, dude. She's, she's pretty good. She's though. Wait, who's this guy? She's, she's pretty, and she's... Ben Rorvitz was the backup catcher for the Yankees last oh. year. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, dude. Dating. Wait, and so, wait. That dude went at... Out with Rita Ora, too? Or is that a different person? I don't know, but... Oh, he does pretty well for himself, this guy, good, huh? Yeah, good for Ben, man. Congrats, Ben. it's <laughs> a good dude, too. So I wonder how... We, we were trying to figure out how they met last night. Through the agent? Is it through DMs? Is it... How does that... Well, actually, I'll tell you one. I'll give you a little inside thing. You know our, our boy, uh, Asako, right? Like, this, mm-hmm. like, that kind of, like, baby, babysitter to the stars? That's the thing yeah. Called? He like some of these things, some of these, some of these relationships that you don't that you see are are built by PR companies. Like, so people start dating each other, they're not dating each other. They might go on a date or two and pretend to be dating for like six months and not even like each other, not anything, because it's just good for their their brand. Oh, really? For their brand? Yeah, so they're not like playing kissy face. No, no. It's oh, like, really? oh yeah, oh, you're gonna go, you're gonna go on a date at like this restaurant. Are you? They're, they're doing that. Telepop- they're telepaparazzi to be, be there. there. And they, yes, oh, hey, that's, that's a lot. Of, that's weird. Yet another that's weird. reason why Hollywood's a scam. Yeah, that's weird. Scam. <laughs> yeah. All right, brother. I gotta right, bounce. Dude. I'm going to do another podcast right now. Who are you doing? Um, another podcast. Uh, it's a a, a, a a buddy of mine. Do you know Robbie Kanowski? He's the the sideline reporter for the Pirates. Oh, okay, okay, no, I know. Doing a podcast with him. Oh, cool. Right, but I but it's on site, so I gotta drive. Oh, you gotta go. It starts at eleven. Yeah, I gotta go. All right, go, man. All right, here we go. Like that's why I wore my shirt, bro. Nice, dude. Oh yeah, show yeah. off, Randolph. <laughs> I really would just wore it to Ben than wore it. All right, bro. Right, bro. Bitchy, love you, man. Have a great love day. You. Hey, hey, everybody out there, have a great rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow, baby. <laughs>